You're listening to Binge Bites on BingeMedia.net. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't yet, please go do so on whatever podcast app you get your podcast at. I am Alex, and I work for BingeMedia.net. I co-host the BingeCast. I do a lot of boring stuff on the back end. I fart and burp with my good friends Pete MC and Jim Law, who also co-host the BingeCast. Now, what is Binge Bites? Binge Bites is a collection of all the exclusive Patreon content that we do over at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash binge media. Five bucks a month gets you the full binge, and that gives you all of our exclusive content. So I figured, why not put together a little wrap-up show of the Patreon-exclusive content right here on the regular feed? How about that? Let's fucking go, baby. Whereas my good friend Tom Maloney from the Sportscast would say... Just win, baby. So this is a little late in March to be doing content from February, but since it's our first time, I figure let's fucking go for it. Um, So we got three bits today that we want to showcase to the free feed, to people who only listen to the free feed, trying to reel you guys into the Patreon, get you guys to uh, cough up five bucks a month. So like I said, we have three bits that we want to feature from February's exclusive Patreon content. And the first one is the visit commentary that myself, PMC, and Jim Law hosted. We were gearing up for Knock at the Cabin. Most of us made it out to the theater. And usually when we get a big release that's about to hit the theater, we like to pair it with a commentary that we haven't done. We've done a ton of commentaries. You just go to the podcast app that you are listening to on. Just go to Binge Media, search commentary, and you should get a bunch. And if you're a subscriber to Patreon, just go to your full binge Patreon feed. Type in commentary, you get all of our previous stuff. All of our previous commentaries, right? So we looked at all the M. Night Shyamalan films. And some we have done commentaries for, some we haven't. And we all landed on the visit. Now, my plan, since Law hates the happening, never wants to see it again, was to... Now, I usually stream these to the boys... So we could all be on the same page, watching the same file and all that good stuff. Probably shouldn't do that. Don't care. And have Pete do the intro for The Visit. Like we're doing a regular commentary for The Visit. And countdown 3, 2, 1. Then on go, we hit play and watch The Visit, right? You know the whole spiel. But I was going to play The Happening instead of The Visit. And since we were in a time crunch, and the day that we recorded The Visit commentary was the only day we could do it in time for its release, I squashed that idea. But I still would love to do it at some point. Now, the great thing about Jim Law, drinks a lot and forgets a lot of stuff. So even though I told him what my plan was, he's he's probably forgotten it by now. So it's kind of perfect to fuck him over in the future by, by doing the same bit. So we'll see. But anyway, this is the visit commentary. And uh, things get a little weird. A lot of poop stuff in this, uh, as you can imagine from the from the film itself. But... One thing that we did talk about was how many 10-year-olds we could beat up. Now, as you know, Law, what I mentioned before, he's drunk a lot of the times. He forgets a lot of things. But one thing he likes to do during these commentaries is find little kids and picture beating them to death. I don't know why. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. Maybe if I was 6'5", bro, I'd be doing the same thing. So we talk about that for a bit. And this is the visit commentary Going back to 
the first weekend of February. And before we listen to that, I want to tell everybody to go to parksense.com, pick out whatever you want, room spray, candle, wax melt, pick out anything. And then at checkout, use the code binge20 for 20% off your entire order. Okay. Their prices have gone down recently and it's never been cheaper to have your room smell like ET's balls. And that's something they want me to tell you specifically. It's crazy. It's crazy the copy they give you. But anyway, here's the visit. The full commentary is exclusively on Patreon. And if you sign up five bucks a month, you can get that commentary right now. This is Binge Bites, and here is the visit commentary. This kid was in a uh, screener that we got in... Oh, year was that? 2021? What was hmm. it? It was called the exchange. Exchange. Huh? So, uh, hoping to find friendship with a French exchange student, an oh. awkward teenager discovers that the student is not as sophisticated and cultured as he that. assumed. This was pretty good. I, I, I think I dug that. Wasn't that, one. that bad? But was he the? Yeah. Main... Oh, this is, this is the Canadian movie, right? Yeah. Was he the main guy? The main kid that? He was a main kid nerd. Oh wow. Oh fuck me. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't a bad movie. He's a better rapper than he's an actor, but. It's just my opinion. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, this is fucking... Why don't they hate each other? The brother like, and I don't sister? Want my, yeah, I don't want my kids yeah. to get along this, this swell. <laughs> you Mm-mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, what are we in a fucking TV show? Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My brother's a rapper. I use big words to make his career flourish. <clears throat> a lot of setup here. What is he doing? Why is this a thing? Like, why is this a scene that we needed to see him plug in the laptop? Like, like can't you just cut that out? Mm-hmm. Couldn't we just cut right to this? I don't understand filmmaking sometimes. Well, I mean, you do understand filmmaking. You just don't understand M Knight's way of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Look at that nice yes. Skype plug right there. <laughs> nice I don't know how much they paid to get in this. Yeah. Someone just drop out. Oh, yeah. Pete dropped out. Sorry, he'll be back. He'll be back. All right, now we can talk about Catherine Hahn without him here. Oh, she's so hot. Look at that fucking cleavage. Look at it. Go deep in that cleavage. Well, it's a nice cleavage. How old is this? How are they supposed to be, you know? I think the kid's probably like 10, and she's maybe like 13. 10? Jesus Christ. No? You think he's younger? I want him to be older so I can feel better about making fun of him. <laughs> I'm not <that> fucking <laughs> trashing him. <laughs> fucking, it's not my style, ripping on a 10-year-old. But I've done it. I mean, you know, it's not beyond me. It's not my style. I, you've made a fucking career out of it, sir. <laughs> I think you're pretty good at it. Well, I'd like to fight some of them. I don't want to make fun of them. <laughs> I can see you picking up one 10-year-old and just smashing a bunch of 10-year-olds. With it, swinging around like a bat. <laughs> yes. Until he gets all like broken apart, and then you just pick up another ten-year-old, <laughs> start swinging him around. Oh, I love that scenario. I do. I want to get attacked by a bunch of fucking ten-year-olds. See what's up. There was an old, uh, this old radio show called Ron and Fuzz, and like mm-hmm. one of their famous bits, and you, it's on YouTube. Is how many kindergartners can you beat up? 
Yeah. And it's like this hour long bit. They just have all these callers call in. <laughs> like, I think I could do 10. He's like, 10? Are you kidding me? Oh, come on. That's He's easy. like, I'm, I'm in the hundreds at least. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can. Come on. <laughs> so that was our yeah. first peek at creepy pop pop or a pop pop being creepy. Right. Just walking around, not saying hi. Mm-hmm. Hey, he kids. Hey, kids. You like my boner? I mean, how do you be a grandparent? <laughs> hey, you kids want to watch Knock at the Cabin? <laughs> how many um, how many 10-year-olds do you think you could beat up, Pete? Me? Yeah. At once. Yeah, at, at once. once. None. Really? Pussy. I'm such a pussy. You, say one at least, and then they just overwhelm you. <laughs> nah. First of all, I don't want to touch a kid. <laughs> That's good. It's a good thing to put out there on the internet. But hey, I want to let everybody know I don't want to touch a kid. <laughs> no, but listen, gladiator style, right? Like you've been captured by, uh, I don't know, a fucking alien species or something. And uh, on their planet, they have this fucking pit, like fucking Hulk versus Thor pit, right? Yeah. And they throw you out there. <clears throat> if you lose, you die. Um, but if you win, you get to go home. Yeah. Now, what is the number of 10-year-olds you think that you would be able to win? Um, yeah, and also just in this scenario, Tom is creating a betting line. So he's <laughs> he's got to know how many. Yeah, there's an over-under. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I'll, go, I'll go 10, 10 for 10. Nice. 10 for 10-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. See, it depends on what kind of 10-year-olds they are. Like, a lot of them are going to be passive and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, true. You kick one in the nuts as hard as you can. I think, like, five of them are going to leave. <laughs> like, you know, they don't mm-hmm. want any. But if they're, aggre- like, in a fucking alien fighting pit, they might be pretty aggressive, right? Yeah. They yeah, also yeah. have the same the same uh, ultimatum. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 10 ag- super aggressive 10-year-olds? Hmm. It's interesting. It's not one on 10, right? It's just Oh, like... no, yeah, it's one on 10. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm dead. So they're throwing 10 into the Coliseum at the same time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because in Gladiator, it's, you know, he's with a with a team and he's versing right. another but team. Not mm-hmm. this one, no. Not, not this, not this one. one. It's no. 10, 10-year-olds yeah. come out of one gate yeah. and then it's a, it's a 20 May comes out of the other one. Got yeah. it. It's a ten-year-old planet, so they're all ten-year-olds on. This oh, cool! Yeah, up oh, there. <laughs> just Pete, me, wait. Just Pete yelling, "Hold, hold!" As they're running after him, <laughs> running towards him. Yeah, and he looks around. There's nobody yeah. like talking to nobody. It's just him by himself, holding the line. Him behind his shield. <laughs> He's hiding behind his shield. Yeah, hopefully they I have a te- I think I have a technique to scare them all, but I'm worried. Like, well, you're Farts. probably not going to get arrested on this planet. You just no. fucking strip down naked and start chasing them. There you go. No, right? no, don't. Do- Why? Because <laughs> I don't think that scares them. They're they're aggressive ten year olds. I said right. Like they they have the same ultimatum as you. Yeah, but they- once they see an old guy's wing, <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna fucking be a little nervous to come near me. You know, and I just that crazy. I act like this uh, this old lady under the fucking house later. <laughs> I do not like your fighting style, sir. <clears throat> well, you're not ten, so you don't have to fight me. 
So he's true. So putting your two stories together, Alex, he's sitting yep. there going, hold, yeah. hold. And then when they finally get close to him, he fucking whips up his tearaway pants. And he's got no underwear on. He's just like, bah! he's shaking his dick at him. Ah! He yeah. takes off his tunic. <laughs> he's just holding his balls, ah! chasing him with it. <clears throat> hey, guys, it's, we're, on a, we're on a foreign planet. Yeah. Okay. Anything goes. Oh, anything. Absolutely. That's what we're saying. So don't judge me. <laughs> um, Alex suggested that I would pick up one 10 year old and beat all the other 10 year olds <laughs> to death with him. Ooh. Like, so, kind of like a King Kong. Um, <laughs> yeah. When he, what does he pick up? A boat or some shit? Yeah. And he throws it at the helicopter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like a law tornado. He's just like whipping and going in circles, whipping this fucking 10 year old around, just taking heads off. But don't forget, he's got a bad back. So picking up, he may, he's got to pick up a really light 10 year old, not yeah, like an overweight yeah, son true. of a bitch. I, I would do lots of stretching before this fight, guys. <laughs> I would, I'd be so limber. And I said, Pete, that that 10 year old that he's using as, as a, a base, basically a baseball bat would yeah. break down after a while, right? Like, yeah. And then he would yeah. have to throw it down, pick up another 10 right. year old, and then use him. <laughs> right, when all the bones be, uh, are flimsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just holding on to a wet noodle ten year old. Get out of here. Well <laughs> I think we just punch the first ten year old in the face and just kinda like <laughs> sit back and and think about how good that felt to punch a ten year old right in the face. But then you got you got him jumping on your back and shit. Mm-hmm. Trying to choke you out with their little fucking midget hands. <laughs> What is this? Um, they have a channel. Oh Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, she's making a documentary about her grandparents. Oh, is this where you? Is this where you do it under the house? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, she's making a documentary about the grandparents because the her mom has not spoken to them in fifteen years because mm-hmm. she ran away. Right. So she just shipped them off. She was like, go go talk to my, my mom for me because I haven't. Well, no. I think she asked her mom in the beginning about their relationship and what happened. Why did you, you know, why aren't you guys talking? And she's like, I don't want to tell that story. You you ask right. grandma and grandpa. Maybe they'll tell you. Such a bad setup to begin with. <laughs> yeah. They, they're they creepy. They almost killed me. You go stay with them. But don't ask me any questions about them. Right. It's fucking dumb. Well, no, I don't think that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I don't think they were creepy. They were really nice. And they didn't like a boy they were she was dating, I think. And they got into a fight. And on the way out, she hit the mom. And then the dad hit her. And then she left and ha- didn't speak to them for 15 years. We should have uh, listened. That's at the end of the movie. She explains oh, it at the, the end. end of the movie. Yeah. Look at she's all like, oh, that's fine. What the fuck? Oh, oh, put your butt cheek away. Nice. What the fuck? No. See how scared you were of that? Imagine a dong in the <laughs> ring. Dong in the ring. Coming. Dong phone. at the end of the cabin of doors. Let's see what this lady's been in. This guy. 
I think she's still alive. Good for you, Deanna Doonigan. Deanna Doonigan. Right? If her butt was an indication, she looks like a 14 year old. <laughs> oh, jeez, Law. <laughs> she's a Chicagoian. Yeah. Chicagoans. However, you say that. Let's see. She. She was in Stillwater, that Matt Damon movie. Oh, I saw that. Uh, looks like the Exorcist TV show, four episodes. You saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Strain, one episode. You saw that. <laughs> <laughs> House of never... Cards, one episode. I saw that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> you love this lady. Yeah, she's my favorite. I follow You're her. She's fucking tracking her. <laughs> Um, nineteen eighty six is running scared. Eighty six. Oh, the old uh, one, the fucking with uh, Billy, Billy Crystal, Crystal and Gregory Hines. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Saw that. <laughs> fucking saw that in eighty six. You're fucking like ten for ten. Yeah, I've seen this woman's entire filmography, and yet I've never seen her before. I don't know who she is. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then. In 2022, a movie called Soul... Jesus. So Cold the River. Mm, no, missed that one. Damn it. Saw it. How old is she? Can I do math? Let me see. Let me see. Born 1940. Oh, that should be easy. That's a round number. There you go, guys. Have at it. Oh, am I doing math? I, I'll do math. <laughs> Isn't it 83? 83, I think. 83. I wanted Law to do that Canadian math out loud. <laughs> Carry well, the she, tunic. Yeah, she'll turn it <laughs> this year. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll turn it. What do you call the beanies again? Toque. Tukes. That's what I meant. Carry the toque. Fool of a toque. Tunic. There you go. Here's your diapers. Oh, Jesus. Oh my god What, what the fuck the hell? This movie should have ended already yeah, This is long I mean why that's pick true. that up Come on yeah. You know what it is And it's the kid who's fucking all germy Oh he's germy Yo he hates germs He hates touching things He uses tissues to touch To hold things and grab things So he just grabs a fucking a diaper off a pile of diapers What's this Yeah you gotta talk to M. Night about that one he fucked mm. up. Good detail. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's start with some trivia. Is, is there a point of him being super germy? I don't. Just please tell us. Let's spoil everything. Um. Well, he says it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the daughter tells the grandparents, and then later on, he touches something and he freaks out, and then mm. later on, he gets a fucking diaper to the face. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just fast forward to that? <laughs> uh, here's some triv. Um, M. Night, according to statements made on Twitter, M. Night prepared three different cuts of the film. One that was pure comedy, another that was pure horror, and a final one that fell somewhere in between. I feel like that's just him fucking covering his ass. Yeah, right? That, that's this one? I have no yeah. idea. Oh. Yeah. If you said it was either 
any three of those, I would be like, okay, that makes sense. Mm. He heard some people said it was scary. He heard some people say it was funny, and he's just like, that's fucking right in the middle. For the comedy one, he just had, he had the biggest fart soundboard ever. And he just fucking grandparents <laughs> farted all the time. He was laughing so hard. When she was crawling under the, the house there, it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> where's, uh, where's this? <laughs> where is this? <laughs> Uh, this is M. Night's lowest budgeted studio film. Mm, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's just fucking. Oh, wow. Got some boxes. <laughs> Since it's the lowest budgeted film by M. Night, mm. what do we think the budget was for this? Lowest budgeted. Lowest budgeted. Okay. Um, I think I got to use threshold. G Diamond Stylus. <laughs> Thank you, Garrett. Doesn't help though. I think a good threshold is probably in the ten million. I think it's going to be under ten million. I'm going to go seven million. Okay. Not a lot of big names in here. A lot of handheld mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. No, no special effects or anything. If, Unless you count the shit cabin. Mm. I'm going to go Listen, di- Diapers aren't cheap. I mean, that's $5 million in diapers, that one pile mm. there that we right. saw already. $5.5 million. I'll go... Would you go nine? Seven. Seven. Seven? Mm. He's got to pay these people something, right? <laughs> Eleven. Eleven million dollars. Alex is closer with an estimated <sighs> five million. What the fuck yes. is going on? There we go. How many ten-year-olds can you beat up? You can go to YouTube right now and search it. Ron and Fez fighting nine-year-olds. It's right there. Fantastic bit. Classic bit. Love the bit. Now I do want to tell the audience that might not know that we used to do pre-pandemic. We used to do a yearly get-together in Chicago called Lollapalooza. It's named after Law because this goes back years and years and years when he and I used to work for the old site. And he would come down to Chicago or I would go up to uh, Canada and we'd hang out. And we called that Lollapalooza. I don't know why when I went up to Canada, it wasn't called Moreno Palooza or Alex Palooza. I don't know. Maybe it's just the alliteration. Lollapalooza. Anyway, we used to do a yearly event in Chicago called Lollapalooza. It was over the weekend, it was three days, and we would go to arcade or a barcade, preferably a barcade to get some cocktails, and have an NBA Jam tournament. Me and Chad C, fellow Binge Media staff member, we won it three years in a row. Fantastic. And we would just hang out and shoot the shit with a bunch of listeners, a bunch of staff members, a bunch of listeners. Wives, girlfriends, everybody shows up, and it was a lot of fun. Pandemic shut everything down, but we're bringing it back this year, and this time it's going to be in Jersey. Now, we haven't nailed down the exact details of the day-to-day 
festivities. We're still working that out. The one place that I had secured for the Friday night hang, which is usually usually just a bar hang, they're going to be closed that weekend. Out of all the fucking weekends in, in the summer, even though they told me they're going to be up, never mind, never mind. Doesn't matter. Okay? I don't even care. I don't even fucking care. It's fucking cocksuckers. Anyway, that fell through. So Pete and I are working on a couple of other places right now. I got to reach out to. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right? And it's going to be in August. It's going to be the weekend of August 4th through the 6th in Jersey. Now, I know Jersey is not a huge state, but it's not a small state by any means. And shit is way more spread out in Jersey uh, than, say, something like the city of Chicago where, you know, big city, but you can get to everything pretty easily via public transportation and all that stuff. The dates are locked down, though. We are doing a Palooza in Jersey August 4th through the 6th in the year of our verb, 2023, and we're going to have a fucking great time. Don't know if there's going to be a live show. A lot of discussions about whether or not there's going to be a live show, but there is going to be on Sunday. Sunday's usually when we did our live show. Sunday, we're going to have a little something. We don't know what that is yet, but we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. So just block out that weekend, August 4th through the 6th, in the year of our verb, 2023, and let's get to our next bit. Our next bit is the Who Said It game. Now, I love the Who Said It game. I love it so much, I stole it from another podcast. And because we have such a huge catalog of material, right? We're going back to 2013. There used to be, I don't know, I think total since 2013, we've probably had 10 different shows in various stages of consistency, right? So we did a TV roundup, but we've also done just MacGyver commentaries. Uh, we got the sports cast. We got the binge cast. We had binge views for a bit. We've had wake and bake. Now, a lot of the stuff we, we've moved behind the paywall at Patreon, patreon.com slash binge media, five bucks a month. So you're still able to listen to those old shows. But the Who Said It game is something I brought to the show for just a Patreon exclusive type of full binge only material. And we wanted to keep the Who Said It game exclusive and, the, you know, other games that we've done, you know, Binge Jeopardy, things like that. We want to do just for the patrons. The Who Said It Game is a game show where I bring 10 audio clips from past shows over the last 10 years. And we've had a lot of contributors, a lot of hosts on the Binge Media Podcast Network. And I pull 10 clips from random shows. I read it to my two contestants. And typically, if one gets it right, boom, they win that round. If they both get it wrong, we move on to the multiple choice. You get a multiple choice. If you can get it right. You know how it fucking goes. And then we play the original clip. And then also I give you some context of what the write-up in the article was for that particular podcast. And it's a lot of fun to just go back and listen to or go back and, and, and read the kind of shit that we were doing years and years ago. I mean, we would have, you know, a fucking hour and a half Google Voice segment. Uh, we would record for five fucking hours a night sometimes, getting blackout drunk, which is a lot of fun to put up on the internet, and all different kinds of stuff. So this is our next binge bite from the second weekend of February. It's the Who Said It game featuring Tom from the Sportscast and Pete MC, my co-host from the Bingecast. So let's take a listen on Binge Bites. Who's winning the match, Pop? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Round five. Here we go. Yeesh. Time Quote, 
Like, you would think um, fucking dude would be like, how are you out here with only $27? Where's your parents? I'll read it again. Quote, like, you would think um, fucking dude would be like, how are you out here with only $27? Where's your parents? I got two. But Tom, you are. I'm a first outsider. Only two come to mind here. Not giving them away, though. Sorry. <laughs> Keep talking. Just <laughs> sit here quietly. <laughs> Narrow this down for me. Narrow this down. $27,000. Where's your parents? I feel like a parent would have said this. $27. Clean. That was clean. That was clean. <laughs> that was clean. <laughs> You're clean. <laughs> That's not an insult. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, uh, I, I, I really think it's Alex, although I don't think it's Alex because that was the answer two quotes ago, but I'm just going to go with it. Ooh, that's a good one, man. That was the that was that came to my head first thing. Was him. And it's also he's reading it. So if he's Oh, I know. It, everyone sounds it. like yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> that's a good like, point. There's no depth over in my thoughts over here. I'm just like, well, he said it, obviously. He just fucking well, he said just it. Fucking said it. Sounds just like yeah. it. It's the easiest game ever. Well, I'm gonna yeah. go. I don't think. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, the other, the other uh, Lord of the binge, Jim Law here. Okay. Tom goes with Alex. Pete, you're going with Law. Very similar to round one. Huh? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. My other multiple choice though is sitting right there. So let's see if he says it. All right. Is it? Chad C. Is it Supka? Is it Luke Norris? Mm. So I pick first? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to go with Chad C. Well, I'm also going to go with Chad C. Mm. We got it. Huh? Oh, Oh. fucking A. This has never happened in Who Said It. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, Should we just scrap this one and move on, or what? Yeah, I guess no points awarded, right? No Tom, points awarded. Think? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. We think so too. Let's. Um, all right. Here is who said it. Like you would think, um, fucking oh, dude, would be like, "How are you out here with only twenty-seven dollars? Where are your parents?" <laughs> <laughs> there was no punctuation. That was a run-on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Twenty-seven dollars with your parents. Oh yeah, that, there was no punctuation. That was like, that was a seventeen-letter word. Yeah, with your parents. Those are twenty-seven dollars with your parents. I took the liberty of uh, making that into a into a drunk little clip. Here we go. Like you would think, um, this fucking dude would be like, "How are you out of here with only twenty-seven dollars worth of parents?" Yes. Run on at the end. That <laughs> is a fucking dentures. That twenty-seven oh, is. God. Let's see. How are you out here with only twenty-seven dollars? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it's not even that far off from the actual twenty-seven dollars. Where are your parents? Yeah. yeah. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> so oh, obviously that god. was Kupka, and that came to us from a GameCast commentary for The Wizard in oh, fuck. 2017. Damn it. I should have made. I should have went somewhere else. It's still early in the game. All right. So we got a blank in round five. Fuck. The old blank ski. Track. All right. All right. Round six. Round six. We're at the halfway point. Here we go. Fuck. Quote. Hey, you with the next snapping abilities, stop right there. <laughs> Don't snap that. Oh, fuck. You snapped his neck, too. <laughs> what the fuck? Here's the quote again. Quote. Hey, you with the neck snapping abilities. Stop right there. Don't snap that. Oh, fuck. You snapped his neck, too. I'm going to go with Jim Law here. This feels like law to me. A lot of me. A lot of me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what it is. I see him getting real high pitch. Oh, he snapped his neck too at the end there. (laughs) I don't know. It's the only thing I got. Staring at my list, and that's the only one that's like glowing. It's hard because that sounds like superhero shit, which draws me to people I can mm. I can't tell you what mm. that sounds like. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Ammon Gilbert. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. I do, I do. I kind of did law. I kind of liked law too, but I'm trying to get a point here. The end is coming soon. Tom goes with Ammon. Huh? Ooh. God damn it. All right. Good. I need multiple choice on this one. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer this, yeah. (laughs) All right. Is it Logan James? Mm. Is it Chad C? Is it Alex and Sarah? Hmm. Time's got me all fucked up with superhero shit because we got fucking small screen hero host in this mm, multi choice yeah. mm-hmm. in this multiverse choice. Um, but yes, every quote sounds like Alex because he's reading it. 
And then we were so close with Chad last time that it could be him this time. All three can work here. Yeah. It's going to be one of these three, I think. It's going to be one of these three. Hmm. I'm going to go Logan James. Okay. Pete goes with Logan James. Goods and Logans. All right, I'm going to go with Chad C. Huh? Fuck. It's you, you son of a bitch. Two blanks in a row. Look at you guys. We're just trying to keep it interesting. (laughs) This is extra. Yeah, we're just in extras. Nobody can score. Extra innings. Come on. Someone's going to win. All right. The actual quote. That is not how I would deal with a a neck snapping motherfucker breaking into the (laughs) ground where I'm the security guard. You with the neck snapping abilities. (laughs) Stop right there. Don't snap that. Oh, fuck. You snapped his neck too. Don't do that. Ah, fuck. This goes down the line. (laughs) Stop snapping knocks or I will shoot you. Oh, law is right there. Mm hmm. That is. Me talking about a character on Banshee from April 5th, 2016. The article says, Banshee is back for its final season with a time jump, a beer jump, and carry jumping dudes, Daredevil style. There's fucking titties. (laughs) There's Nazi owies, Nazi brotherfuckers, and a a new hot deputy that Law and I think will get naked and do bad shit. We couldn't be happier to have one of our favorite shows back, and the giddiness comes out of us like schoolgirls. Come for not Hood's beard or on it. Stay for the stomach pussies. <laughs> <laughs> or jizz. Or come. <laughs> Stay oh, for wow. the stomach pussies. Is that the last line? Yeah. Stay for the stomach pussies. And then it just says Jesus. Jesus. Oh, man. I don't even remember that. Tom, you watched that. I don't fucking remember yeah. pussies. No, but... Great show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it, but it was awesome. My wife and I were talking about doing a rewatch of that show again because it's only like four seasons. Yeah. That'd be a fucking good one. God damn it. That'd be a good one. All right, boys. Two blanks oh in a row. God. We're still at a tied game. 2-2. Two, two. Going in, going into the seventh. How about that? Going about into it. the seventh. All right. Here's the quote for the seventh round of the Who Said It game. Quote. I was... I was into this till you, you know, started the pedophilia bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the quote again. I was, I was into this till you, you know, started the pedophilia bullshit. This is me. Yeah. Is it you? I th- yeah, yeah, because I, yes. No, I mean, is this quote no, you? Is oh. it you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking my uh, co-host. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to say PJ. Okay. God, don't be me. No, but you were into it until it until got. Until that part. Yeah, right, right. so you're doing oh, yeah, a good no, thing. He's going to get it wrong. Yeah, he's going to get it wrong. <laughs> Tom, what were PJ? I was what thinking you, you though, Tom. I was thinking you. Hold on. It's like zero chance of context. It's tough. Except for pedophilia. 
be Jack too. Put the hard stop to that fucking notion. Yeah, be like, let's keep it in the sports world. You go, you're going sporty. I'll go sporty. Let's go, Tom. Oh, okay. Both answering sporty. Sporty. Huh? Oh. Oh. Goddamn sports. Sports cast. Is it? Here's your multiple choice. Yeesh. Is it Ammon Jill Bow? Is it Alex and Sarah? Or is it Jim Law? The OG3 Uh, right there. Yeah, I'll go with uh, Seattle's finest. Okay. I'm going to go with Canadians. The <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tom's going with Ammon. Pete goes with Law. Fuck yeah! Oh, yeah. Yep. Fuck the oh. Here we go. Thank Pulls you. Out ahead. Thank you, Lord. Seven to get before the first Law. Mm-hmm. Very, very tricky. Here we go. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> Was this Nathan? I Nate? think it. I think it's Nate from Sydney. Nate, I'm Nate. I was. Sydney. I was into this till you, you know, started the pedophilia bullshit. Or maybe he didn't say his name. He just said, "Hey, mate, I'm from Sydney," or something. Oh. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that was law during a Google Voice from Nate from Sydney, or yeah, from Nate from Sydney. Oh, that's so hard to say. But um, yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't have any other tidbits on this show for some reason. Okay, but uh, it was from like yep. 2016. During a cool. Google Voice segment. Google Voice, yeah. Google Voice. Google. Three, two. That's funny. Three, two. Ah, boy. Here we go. We get a few more All rounds. Right. Let's go. Great eight. Sweet eight. Elite eight. There it is. Yes. Eight. eight <laughs> Couldn't <girls>. find it. <laughs> yeah. She's eight. All right, here we go. Quote. <clears throat> Thirteen hours. This should have been the. It felt like the runtime should have been thirteen hours. Here's the quote again. Thirteen hours. This should have been the. It felt like the runtime should have been thirteen hours. Wow. Okay. Um, runtime. I care about runtime. Alex sometimes cares about runtime. trying to think if I fucking saw 13 hours I don't even know what that is uh, I know the poster I think 13 hours who would complain about runtime? Tom would too this could have been one of those rare binge cast where Tom was thrown in ah oh, it could have been Tom, did you ever see 13 hours? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Ah, God damn it. You sporty bitch. <laughs> um, fuck, I'm going to go. I'm going to go me because I don't even know if I fucking saw 13 hours, but I would complain about a fucking runtime. Fuck. I got it. Go. I, I know it's the eighth pick here, but I got to take Pete, too. That's who I think it is. <laughs> All right, you're both going with Pete. At least I could push it to a multiple choice. 
Just win, baby. Fuck yeah! Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, nailed it. That was a fucking smart move, Tom. Very smart God damn move. it, Tom. You fucking sporty ass. <laughs> Strategy, baby. Yeah. All right. Let's hear this quote from one Pete MC. 13 hours. This should have been the... It felt like the runtime was 13 hours. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that is not a good lead-off moment. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, John Krasinski movie. Fuck, I don't even remember seeing that shit. Mm-mm. Wow. That is you talking about 13 Hours from May 29th, 2016. Uh, this is me, Pete, and Law. There was a 45-minute Google Voice segment. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this is from Logan's timestamp when he used to do the timestamps. It says, Law takes the wheel with the fireman. Moreno talks fantasy series he's looking into. Random shit to close out the show, and then the boys book it. Get it? Book it? Aw, fuck. I don't get book it. Oh, shit. It, it, this was a literary, liter, literally literary oh, okay. segment. Okay. About books. Because that was an important part of the whole joke, I think. <laughs> nice, Tom. Way to fucking Very get nice. in there. That, was that, was, nice uh, that could have been the. I just kept myself in the match. Mm. Very nice. Would have been down two with two to play. That would have been tough. Mm. All right. Now you're down one going into the ninth round. Nine. Let's, uh, are we, how, how are we doing on uh, piss breaks? Everyone good? Yeah, I mean, I could, I could always go. I could but use we, one if you need to. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, let's you're the host. A, yeah, yeah, let's do a piss break. break. D- let's All right. Do it. That was the only piss we had, Karen. Karen, we weren't going to find it. They never would have found it. Okay, who said it came? How fun is that? Isn't that fun? Are we haven't fun yet? By the way, loving the new party down season. Fantastic. Just great to be back in the world. Love those characters. Love Ken Marino. I think Ken Marino is such an underrated comedic actor and writer and director. He's just fucking fantastic. And like he gave himself like the the worst role in Party Down. Like he's <laughs> he's he's somebody that everybody laughs at, not with, you know? He's just a fucking goofball. And he could have possibly the worst character name I've ever seen. Or heard on a TV show. Ronald Donald. That's his name. Ron Donald. And if you're familiar with the show, that name just matches his personality, doesn't it? Just a fucking creep. Creepy weirdo. Try hard. Trying hard at everything. Trying to be cool. Trying to be the hip entrepreneur. He gets shit done. You know, that kind of that kind of guy. I love him. So I want to tell you guys for March, we've decided to take in the full spirit of the NCAA March Madness Tournament. And we are doing a tournament a week for March. Very excited. Now, as of this recording, recording this March 25th, Saturday, March 25th, we have done four tournaments. Let me read them to you. We've done the Spielberg Tournament. We've done the March movie tournament. Now, this is a tournament where it's all movies that were released in March, right? Very simple. The next tournament is a pretty ridiculous one. It's called the Part 4 Tourney. So this is all the fourth installments of like a, just a big, giant film franchise or whatever. 
all part fours. And the final one, which we just recorded the other day, is the Clint Howard movie tournament. <laughs> what may you ask? Is a Clint Howard movie tournament, and how did that come about? Well, it came about during How the Grinch Stole Christmas commentary that we did for the 12 Comes of Benjamins. Go back and listen to that. If you're a Patreon, you got access to all of those. If you're on the free feed, again, five bucks a month, patreon.com slash binge media will get you all those commentaries. And during that commentary, we realized that Clint Howard hadn't been in a Ron Howard film for a few years. And we looked it up and it happened to coincide with the 2016 election. And we just became obsessed with the fractured nature of the Howard family relationship. Because Clint Howard is a right-leaning guy. Anything wrong with that? No. Unless you're on the lip of a volcano and you're going to lean right into the, into the fucking lava. That's not good. All right? Then that's not good. Then there might be something wrong with that. But we like that. We like we really fell in love with the idea that the Howard family was having, you know, a pretty nice Thanksgiving and the talk turned to politics and things got really weird. <laughs> Because Clint Howard was just, you know, he showed up with his fucking red MAGA hat Thanksgiving. I don't know who does that. Don't wear hats at Thanksgiving, please. Almost said it like Nate P. Thanksgiving. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. So also, Clint Howard has a hell of a filmography. He's been in almost every movie that's ever been shot before. So why not see what the best Clint Howard movie is? Now, he doesn't have movies where he's like... You know, he's the driving force behind it. I'm sure that you'll pick out a few, Clint. I'm sure you'll pick out a few, Clint. I'm, sh- I'm sorry I'm missing them. They're not at the forefront of my fucking mind right now. Give me a break. But he has been in a lot of movies. So it the criteria that was used during these matchups for the Clint Howard movie tourney is something that is fucking absolutely legendary. But we are pulling from all sorts of angles to try to fit our criteria of why we're picking against or why we're picking for a movie. It's fantastic. I gotta say, I fucking, I had such a great time with Clint Howard Turney. And um, I think we should maybe do like a Bryce Dallas Howard Turney, maybe a Rance Howard Turney. You know, there's a lot of Howards. You know, they're a, 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 a Hollywood dynasty. They might be Hollywood's first family. I know they're my first family. Speaking of family, the last weekend of February... It's a ter- terrible transition. The last fe- weekend of February, we had some spillover reviews that we wanted to feature. And, you know, that's kind of the format that we changed over the last few months, six months, however long it's been, is we found that we were recording hours and hours a night, getting everything out. And then maybe doing like a full binge where we do a commentary on top of that. It was just becoming to be too much. So now we just do one review of a TV show, one review of a, of a movie and listen to one Google voice. And then everything else we have for the week we do on the full binge for the Patreon members. I've already given you the fucking URL. There's no reason I should be saying patreon.com slash binge media, five bucks a month, because you already know that you've heard it 15 fucking times. So I'm not going to say it again. But we had quite a few reviews that weekend, so we're going to be listening to a review of Women Talking, a review of Knock at the Cabin, and a review of The Whale. And I just kind of want to fair warn everybody who, um, you know, cries at the thought of Brendan Fraser 
winning an Oscar or the fact that maybe he wouldn't have won an Oscar, you know, like in, in between the release of the whale and then the Oscars broadcast and announcements of who the winners were, you know, like if you get very, you know, the, the, the side-by-side -side of him hugging short round at the, at the ceremony with those two guys in Encino, man, like I don't want to hurt your feelings. Okay. But I personally think this is me. This is Alex and Sarah. I personally think The Whale is a dark comedy. I think it's a fucking funny movie. I think it's hilarious. And I am really, really, really hoping in 15 years that Aronofsky comes out and said, hey, you know what? That's a fucking dark comedy, y'all. Because there are some fucking funny moments in it. And I can't even be like, oh, I'm sorry that I'm laughing at this. Because I'm, I, it's fun. Funny is funny. I don't know what to tell you. Everyone's got their different flavor of what funny is. It's a poignant movie. And I, you know, I'll mention it in, in the review coming up. But it's a fucking, it is a poignant movie. It's, it's, it's a great look at the fractured relationship between a father and a daughter. You know, they're, they're estranged. And the reasons why are, um, you know, they're, they're pretty... <laughs> I said heavy. Uh, they're pretty heavy. Uh, I'm just gonna say, it. you know, like I like one setting movies. So we're pretty much in this guy's apartment, which we didn't even get to how bad that apartment must smell the entire time. So, uh, and I really like the characters in it. I really do. I think the conversation between the whale and his and his ex wife is just fantastic. And. They don't because they hadn't seen each other or talked to each other in, in in a long time, and they you know share a daughter. Obviously, it just almost seemed like if they had talked, you know, I, I, this is why I think it's such a great movie is when it gets you thinking about characters and their backgrounds and wondering where it went wrong. We know where it went wrong <laughs> in this case, but um, it it just almost seems like if they talked earlier like all of this could have been avoided maybe he could have gotten more help maybe he wouldn't have um you know eaten 13 slices of pizza with uh an entire bottle of ranch on it maybe he wouldn't have went through such depressing phases maybe he would have dealt better with the the passing of his of his lover you know like th there's so many what ifs in there that that's what makes me think that the whale is a fucking fantastic movie Right, it's great writing, great directing, and everything. It also just happens to be fucking hilarious. But again, this is my bias. All right, I'm a person who doesn't put a bottle of ranch dressing on their pizzas. I think pizza's great as it is. I think you could just fucking have pizza. I don't know why we have to put hot sauce on it or ranch. I I can see hot sauce. I can see hot sauce. Ranch. Fuck out of here. What What makes you think that ranch is gonna make a pizza? Which has some of the best ingredients ever. Tomato sauce, your cheese, your dough. What's better than that? All right, throw a little pep in there. Throw a little sausage in there. You like green peppers? Throw some green peppers in there. What's? It, it, why would you put... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I was talking to my wife for a moment. <laughs> no, I'm not getting the ranch for your pizza. Fuck off. Okay, guys. Here are reviews of Women Talking, Knock at the Cabin, and The Whale. You're listening to Bench Bites. Did we, did we do? Do you want to do a sounder for a fucking? Ah, uh, yeah, let's do a quick one. All right. What ya? What you watch? What you watch this week? There you go. <laughs> that is the, that is a quick one. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I wasn't lying. <laughs> All right. Um, I will 
Stern. I list, I watched this movie called uh, Women Talking. Now Jess is on the she's on a Sarah longest Pauly movie kick. of all time. She's on a... <laughs> <laughs> what's the runtime on that law? <laughs> Fucking all day. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking four Babylons in a row. <laughs> Forty... Forty-eight infinity hours. <laughs> What? I don't even, it doesn't even have a runtime on IMDb. It doesn't even fucking. Chicks, am I right, guys? Whatever. No, I actually, sorry, it was, it's actually under two hours. Oh, which is surprising. Whatever. Um, Jess is on a Sarah Polly kick. She she just read oh, nice. Sarah Polly's book. Yeah. She just read her book. Um, she's, she's Canadian, she's, isn't she? Yeah, she's a big Canadian fucking woman. She was involved in this huge. Uh, Kind of fucking sexual harassment thing mm-hmm. with this um, this fucking Canadian fucking um, news or interview. I don't fucking know what this Gramesh. His name was Gramesh. She dated the guy. Uh, she talks about it a lot in her book or whatever. But she talks about, you know, leading up to this movie in her book. Mm-hmm. So Jess was really uh, excited to see this. And, um, you know, uh, okay, let's watch this shit. Um, do nothing, stay or fight or leave. In 2010... The women of an isolated religious community grapple with a reconciling with recon. I can't even focus on the words right now. <laughs> I can't ah. see what it does. Okay, reconciling a brutal reality with their faith. Okay, so the whole movie, by the way, I was asking Jess, like, what year is this? Like, I, hmm. I couldn't understand what time frame we're yeah. in the film. Mm-hmm. So, 2010 it doesn't even make sense to me at all. They are in a commune, Uh, there's, you know, they are treated horribly, right? They are just there to have babies, make food, sew fucking clothing. It's like they're in, yeah, it's like they're in the fucking 1920s, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. 2010 kind of blows my mind away. Um, Halfway through this film, I'm like... (laughs) 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 I I turned to her, I go, man, this... The title of this movie does not lie, right? Right? And she just looked at me, and I was just like, "Oh, that, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have talked at all through the whole film. I shouldn't have said it at all because um, th- this is what it is. Um, everyone's getting raped. All the all the women in the commune are getting raped like all the time, like all the time. They're getting beaten up and raped. So, like the the fucking summary says, they have a vote: do nothing, stay and fight, or leave. So the entire movie is them talking about these three decisions. What they should do. You mean do. they could leave the whole time? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, they're making the decision as a whole, right? Like every woman in the thing. So all the men have gone to bail out all the rapists <laughs> oh <my laughs> that have God. raped everybody. Yeah, so they all go into town or fucking wherever they have to go to bail out the people from their commune that have raped the other women. So they're pissed off about it. The women are pissed off about it. They're like, listen, I don't want these fucking people back. So either we do nothing, Mm -hmm. we fucking stay and we fight these motherfuckers, or we leave. And that's it. That's literally the entire movie. They talk about this for the entire movie. And I'm not exaggerating. They talk about this for the entire movie until the very end. And we get their decision and what they what they plan on doing. This I man, this was this was no payoff, no payoff. The worst situation for me ever because Jess was 
Jess was bawling during this movie. Mm. Like she is full out bawling, and I am sitting there, and I have my thinking about all the drops you would play. (laughs) You're thinking about (laughs) you're thinking about bawling outside. I'm not. I have the whole movie. I have my phone out with my fantasy basketball stats out. Like it's on my knee. It is. It's on my knee, and and she notices at some point, and she just looks at me. She's like, ugh. And I'm like, oh man, what the fuck? I can't do anything right here. Like, I literally, there's nothing I could do while watching this that could make me seem like a decent dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing. So she's like, do nothing, stay and fight, or leave. <laughs> if only had that. So the end of the movie comes, and uh, she's like, she's fucking, she's dried up from fucking crying. Like, she's just out right and she's just like she's like what'd you think i'm like i'm like yeah i'm like (laughs) yeah on 10 i'm like you know like um it was okay and she's like so i say this is exact conversation i said yeah it was okay she's like what didn't you like about it (laughs) like that's not the first question you expect when you say it was okay right like i didn't i didn't say i didn't like it but anyways she's like what didn't you like about i'm like i'm like well listen man i'm like they just they talk the entire movie about one thing and then they do it like that's the entire movie like i thought i, I thought I, I would like to see some ramifications for the men like like i i honestly kind of want them to choose one way or the other i want them to fucking fight back i want them to do this and she's just like yeah okay <laughs> like, there's no there's no winning here for me like i know <laughs> i no. The less words I say are the better. Like, I, I just fucking, I was just like, okay, I'm going to bed. And I just fucking went upstairs and went to bed. Like, she was, she was deep and deeply invested in this film. And uh, there's so, nothing I could say to fucking make it any better. Uh, this you you like, wanted an entertaining movie. I did. Or taking the documentary. I, yeah. Uh, right? I, uh, one way or the other is going to be more entertaining. You're right. Yeah there's just not enough here as a film to entertain me. I want to be entertained. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's true. Like there's a story there, but Mm -hmm. the way they delivered it to you specifically was not something that you were entertained by. Don't get me wrong. There's powerful conversations here. I mean, Frances McDormand, Frances McDormand shows up at the beginning and she's a fantastic character. She's like the, she's like the villain of the women, right? Like she, she doesn't agree with anything they're saying, but she, and then she leaves and she doesn't fucking come back. She doesn't come back in the whole entire movie. So it's just a bunch of women arguing about, um, <laughs> just arguing amongst themselves about fucking what, what the, the pro, literally, the pros and cons of leaving or staying. And holy fuck, you're just like, oh my God, man. <laughs> What's the pro like, of staying? The pro of staying, well. You're not making waves, so, you're not ruffling feathers, or. So, well, it's more about what the cons of staying are right like mm-hmm. well no the pros of staying are they they can um they're they're not it's actually the pros oh, of staying friend. are the cons of leaving because they're not going to get lost they're not going to get uh uh they have food right they have mm-hmm. a house they have uh means to survive leaving they they have to find all this on their own right so it's it's, a but back it's 2010 and forth. though this isn't like no and this pete i just found this out <laughs> literally <laughs> at the beginning of this review i just found out what the year was in this movie and i'm like fucking blown away by it they can um, walk out there and hit a quick check i know, you know? 
or 7-Eleven. I know, but uh, yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense in the, in the whole uh, aspect of, uh, of, the, of viewing the entire film. Like, it really doesn't. It just, Do they you know, know that there's a, like, is this like a village? M. Night village <laughs> I thought about the village, bro. Oh I thought about the village. I'm like, what? If I'm like, if this is fucking modern day, like, is this a village situation? Um, like, do they know what's out there? They don't know. I I feel like they do know. Oh, okay. But they just they just chose this life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, so it's just it's just a fucking unbelievable lifestyle that they've chosen to lead, and then all of a sudden they want to take a stand about it, right? And then they want to, uh, this, like, they're done with being raped. Like, way to go! It's 2010. Like. <laughs> I don't. This 2010 thing's throwing me for a loop. I'm at. You know what? I want to bring it up to just when I go upstairs, but I really shouldn't, right? Like, I really, I really shouldn't bring up the fact that this was 2010 after five beers. How about? Yeah, don't do it tonight. That's the. No, I'm not. How about we do um, a cottage palooza, and then I'll I'll be the one to bring it up. Well, they, uh, you know, just, you, you have to watch it though. You can't I'll bring this it. up. No, I'll don't. watch okay. it. Okay, all right, I'll all right, right, all right, all right. Um, and then I'll bring <sighs> it up, and then I'll all say right. all, I'll be of, in the hot all the gripes. <laughs> this is hot. And then you talk. can just be like, Moreno, what the fuck are you doing? And you know, like you <laughs> oh, can you play want... that guy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I don't mind being the villain. All right, yeah, because I might need that. I needed that last night, mm-hmm. and I didn't have anybody. I was just like. My review, my literal review was, well, they talked about it and they did it. <laughs> that's all I said. That's all I said about the movie. And she was like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, this is a no-win situation. Oh, God damn it. Fucking... Performances? All the performances are good? Yeah, they're really good. I mean, listen, this is all dialogue-driven fucking yeah. You know, it's it's just it's this camera straight in the face of a woman giving a fucking monologue for five minutes, and then the mm-hmm. next woman goes. It's just the performances are fantastic, and yeah. it's it held my interest on that part like, enough. You know what I mean? Like, it, but it just went on forever. Like, it just constantly <laughs> went on and went on, went on about the next girl has a fucking point to make, and let's hear her out. And you're like, holy fuck, just fucking leave, just go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to harp on this too long, but you just found out it's 2010. There's I no sub- did. So there's no like line in the beginning, like text in the beginning no. or the end. No, no. absolutely. Not. And then there's... you don't, you don't so, see any of 2010 at all. Like no one has like a phone or um... the the one time. No, there's no phones, nothing like that. No technology of any sort like that. But there's one part in the movie when I did question, I actually said during the movie, I'm like, what year is this? Because a pickup truck pulls up and they, mm-hmm. they've been horse and carriage the entire movie, right? Yeah. A pickup truck shows up and two of the girls go out and talk to this guy that shows up and then he leaves. And I'm like, I'm like, what, what year is this? Cause that looked like a fucking, like, like that looks like a fairly new Ford. I just built one of those yesterday. And, and she's like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, fucking, I don't know. That seemed fucking pretty nice. <laughs> Fucking all right. Yeah, I wonder if this will change if if Jess will change her review knowing. This is a good year. point. I'm gonna oh fuck, should I do it tonight? I don't know if I should. 
Don't do it. Tony. Do it right now. Get her on the Don't. get her on the cast. <laughs> Either either fucking um, wait or just do it right now. But don't do it tonight. <laughs> don't do it tonight. Don't do okay. it tonight. It's either right, right now, wait. get her on the air, or no. do it and fucking. It's either yeah. do nothing, stay and ask, or fight. <laughs> or fight. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for Ohio Plaza. This is my fucking like oh, fact. Wait, I have my back pocket by then. Oh god damn it! All right. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, this is like a, it's a six on ten. I mean, obviously, performances are incredible. Oh, high! That's high, law. No, it's it's it is. It's a six on ten. You can't you can't disparage uh, what you see on screen. It's just Lush, not, yeah. not listening. Give, no, he just yeah, yeah. Come it? on, what is uh, it? it's a nine on ten. It's a nine on. <laughs> oh, she just walked in. Hi, Jess. <laughs> I just looked behind my shoulder. I looked behind my shoulder. <laughs> Fuck you guys. He got all scared. I got scared. It's our favorite movie of all time. <laughs> all right, fuck. All right, move on. Fucking woman talking. How about this, Law? We'll get an intro from one of these girls for a commentary. We just shit all over the commentary. And then we'll watch We'll watch and listen to the commentary. At, oh, uh, I blues it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she will fucking hate us. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. All right. Let's never speak of this again until Ohio blues it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, the only other movie I saw was The Whale. So is there, if there's anything else you guys want to talk about. I've that. only seen The Whale this week, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Pete, I think you got a few more. I got a. Uh, oh, the only other thing I got is Knock at the Cabin. Oh. oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Pete, I, I do have to question before we start. The mm-hmm. second, like the day I sent you a copy of this, I saw yeah. it was available yep oh so did you watch the good version i didn't even open your file so i don't even know if it was uh good or bad okay good (laughs) but thank you anyway um yeah check this out nice um m night Shyamalan. i was looking forward to it the trailer had me intrigued i did not read the book cabin at the end of the woods of the Mm -hmm. town that they're living women the the world of the them (laughs) Damn. Um, I had a decent time with this. Um, Batista wasn't as bad as I thought he was going to be. He was pretty good. I didn't have a problem yes. with Batista. Batista's the boy. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to think. The the two, um, the couple, I like yeah. them. Mm-hmm. I don't really know them from anything, but I like them. The little girl was fantastic. She was mm-hmm. good. Um... I do like the story here. Um, I just ha- was having a little bit of an issue. Listen, I fucking can't stand conspiracy theorists. I can't stand cults. I yeah, just okay. think okay, people but that's a- are. How about women cults? Yep. <laughs> that that is uh, that's a big part of it, right? Like, I think that's the whole part of it. Yeah, isn't the couple playing off that really well? Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but they hate, like, they don't understand what they're fucking, this is idiotic why they're there. Yes, yes. And I find it idiotic, too. So I'm just, like, angry at these four that come to the cabin the whole time. Just like, what the fuck, man? So when you start seeing the newsreels, does that interest you? Like, whoa, whoa. Um, As a per, as myself, I Mm -hmm. don't care. Like you could turn on the news. Like there's a couple. Right. There's a couple things you could turn on the news right now and see something, and then try to connect it, and it may connect, right. but it's just a coincidence. 
Mm-hmm. This is like M. Night's thing, coincidence or chance, right? It's the whole right. uh, Mel Gibson, Joaquin line, the, the, right, the, right. The, that scene in Signs. So you're just like, oh, is it a coincidence every time they turn on the news or blah, blah, blah. But shit does get a little heavy. There's a lot of, you know, the 700 planes that go down and shit. You're just like, oh, okay, right, what right, is happening right. here? But at the end of the day... I'm not the type of person that's fucking going out to save the world. I'm just like, if this is the end, let's fucking go. You know, I, I don't care. I, you know, if I'm these two guys, I'm like, I'm not killing any of my family members. You guys could fucking knock yourselves out. But if this is the end of times, bye. <laughs> so they really have no argument with me. Like they right, can convince right, right. me all they want them, you know, offing themselves in front of me. I would just be like, oh, my God, how, how am I going to fucking swift this up? I cannot I totally this. get it. Yep, I totally get that. And, you know, it's it's not that big of a deal when they do that because early characters don't care either. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're offing themselves. It's not them. Fuck, who gives a fuck? So that aspect isn't super shocking to me. Uh, that they're doing that, and it also seems like a fucking waste of goddamn time because it doesn't change. Every time they do that, they're not stopping anything. They're just showing how um, passionate they are of their beliefs. They're right. not sacrificing themselves <laughs> to stop the shit that's happening on the news. It's still happening, so whether they do that or not, it doesn't matter. They could just like yeah. cut their wrist off or something right. and yeah. prove a point. Um. But again, you, this is one of those movies where you're like, mm, is it happening? Is it not? And then I'm thinking, oh, Cabin in the Woods did this where mm-hmm. there's similarities here with Cabin in the Woods where, oh, we have to make sacrifice. We have to kill the Joker. Mm-hmm. We have to kill oh. the Virgin. We have to kill this to sacrifice oh, no. to the gods because if they if we don't sacrifice them and they drain their blood, then the giant monsters are going to come and destroy mm-hmm. the earth. Where at the end of Cabin in the Woods, we get a definitive answer of whether that's true or not because right. that huge hand comes out through the cabin. Here we're kind of left with, well, is it coincidence or is it just fucking... Right. And that's you know, what he went ugh. for, yeah. And that's what he went for. And I choose Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you break it down like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah you break it down like that. I choose Cabin Everything in the Woods over a lot of things. Sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, they're both end of times. They both take place in a cabin. Uh, you know, the sacrifice, <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Uh, but I had a decent time with this. It was a decent movie. I just kind of, I wasn't expecting a giant hand to come out of the fucking right. cabin. This is a little bit more grounded i mean because there's fucking psychopaths out there that fucking believe i mean when they said message boards oh, even the geez. like even the yeah. the you know the couple was just like a message yeah. board mm-hmm. yeah. um and these idiots are full throttle out there yeah today mm-hmm. they just like can't stop with the fucking conspiracy like who gives a shit just fucking who cares who gives a shit their it drives eyes are me open, goddamn bro. crazy Maybe. They're the real woke. They're the real woke the, people. They are awakened. I guess. Um, Awoken? I love that movie. Uh, but this is a seven, because I was intrigued. I, I think I watched oh. it straight through. No phone. Uh, I had a nice. good time. Yeah. Fantastic. I like Yikes. it. Yeah. Right. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. 
All right, fantastic. Yeah, I thought I was going to really despise the acting and Shyamalan, but uh, it was decent. That's the one thing I will say about the movie. I give it a four, but the acting was good, though. The acting was, was really good. But you didn't yeah. like Batista, though. Hmm? You didn't like Batista, or was that Chad? I don't, uh, I don't remember. It was a very drunk night, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't... Yeah, I don't know if I like Batista in it. It's yeah. a little wooden. I liked him. That is good. I like I like that aspect that he was kind of low key wooden because he really didn't want to. He's so big, he didn't want to come off. That's what I liked. That's what I yeah. Liked. And the whole yeah, just the whole thing of being like, oh, he he was a gym teacher, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. Great. And don't forget these people, the, those four people that come to the the cabin. They're you know what I call like poor things. Like they're so easily um, swayed, and you you feel bad for them up until a point because then they just they just start doing crazy shit. But it's like you believe something on the internet. It's like fucking calm down. Like you're fucking so swayed so easily, and. Uh, what if there's yeah. a Stranger Things spinoff called Poor Things, and they just believe the uh, stupidest shit? Yeah, I like it. That's good. I like that. Okay. Speaking of tr- Stranger Things, um, Max shows up in The Whale. I did not know that. I don't know that. Did is. you guys know that? That's I did know that, yeah. The daughter. Yeah. Fucking daughter. hated her in this. Oh, I don't like right. her to yeah, begin yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like her to begin with as an actress. She's such a cunt in this movie. I don't <laughs> like her. I don't like her acting style. She has like the uh, Netflix, I call it the Netflix tween acting school. Oh my Which God. Is just like being a little shit. Just yeah, like, like oh, they're all the same, man. Every show. Completely standoffish about every single line of dialogue. <laughs> it's that, but it's also their characteristics and like the their um, delivery. It's just like, when is this new school delivery going on here? I don't like it. She just hates everybody. Um, The whale, uh, a reclusive, morbidly obese English teacher attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage cunt. Or daughter, sorry. Um, Yeah, uh, we've heard so much about this. We have been... (laughs) You can't cue that up. <laughs> make fun of my own joke by queuing that out. That was amazing. You accepted yourself. We have been waiting for this for quite a while. The whale, because um, none of us uh, wanted to pay money to go see it. It wasn't going to happen. Um, but all the hype, right? Like Brendan Fraser is winning every single award except Golden Globes because he accused uh, one of them for fucking touching his nuts or something. Um, I would have and- seen this in theaters. But there oh, were fucking, it, it, it was, it, I couldn't find it. The only thing that was going uh, on was fucking Skinamarink was in like every goddamn theater around here mm. and no whale. I'm like, what I the I remember that conversation. On? Yeah, I remember that conversation that we had. <laughs> well, after we watched Skinamarink, we were so angry about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, uh, Brendan Fraser is like, what do you think he weighs? I mean, we don't get a, we don't get a, a number here, but what, what are our guesses on what he weighs in the film? I was thinking like um, 800 pounds. 800 pounds? <laughs> that seems like a lot, man. It does no? seem like a lot. <laughs> I was going to oh. go like 650. That? What's another wow. person? Though? 
Let's let's go. Yeah, at eight hundred pounds, you're probably bedridden. You're right. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't watched a lot of six hundred pound life, so I have. I'm pretty uh, well. Oh, so you're yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Like, because there's the thousand pound sisters, but they're five hundred each, right? Yeah, give or take. I think I haven't watched right. that show, but yeah, they're not a thousand each. Yeah, but they don't even walk. Do they even walk? I don't watch that show. Oh, I don't. But like, I, no, he's huge. In uh, <laughs> not, uh, in six hundred pound life, they usually have like lymphedema, which is like a um, like a basketball or a, a oh, football si- sized like oh. lump on their leg or something. Uh, he didn't have any lymphedema, so he's in no. pretty good shape. Oh, yeah, yeah. He could uh, <laughs> he could get. He could get going when he had to. Yeah, oh, you know. absolutely. Yeah, man. That. When he that stood up the first time, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Is that Cloverfield? <laughs> he was a giant. Now, my, unbelievable. My uh, godfather, my uncle. Yes. Uh, you know, we were pretty close. Passed mm-hmm. on, rest in peace, all that good stuff. But he was a giant man. Oh yeah, and like, he like he this? had to. I uh, he had to go like four bills. I'm guessing. All right. Mm-hmm. Like in between like three and four bills. Um, okay. And he was a fucking giant man. Like always walked with a cane my entire life. Uh, yeah. Giant minivan. Huge <laughs> man. Huge guy. Okay. And then eventually ended up in a wheelchair and things like that. But um, right. but he was a fucking big dude. And I was thinking about him a lot while watching this. <laughs> okay. Because I think he would have understood why I was laughing so hard. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But um, that's why I was like, well, okay, so my uncle plus another dude, like, all right, that'll probably bring you up to like 650. Oh, you know, okay. I see it. I see it so, now, like, I was yeah. trying to like do the math on yeah. it. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to do fat math on it. And uh, <laughs> I ended up at 800. And I think that's, yeah, I think that was too much. I think that was fat too math. much. Holy fucking fat math. Ugh. Um, There's no right, fractions man. of fat math. These, these are no, all whole, these are all whole numbers here. Whole numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this new Yeah, I don't know this newfangled math, but <laughs> these are round numbers that we're using. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, um, all right. So, Brendan Fraser is a fucking English teacher. English, right? Is that what he's teaching? English teacher. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teaches online and, courses. Uh, yeah, he teaches online courses, keeps his camera off, doesn't want to see his students fucking uh, seeing them fucking all fat and shit. Um, and then he's got this girl uh, who and is actually she is the sister of his lover. Is that yes. who she is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. She comes around, takes care of him, and then his uh, his daughter ends up showing up in the movie. And uh, as the summary said, he tries to kind of uh, reconnect with her because I think he knows uh, the end is near. And um, uh, he's got, you know, there's a couple other characters in here. One of the uh, the religious guy that keeps showing up. Mm-hmm. The pizza guy that we never get to see, he keeps showing up. I love that guy. We eventually get to see him. Oh, we did? I didn't, yeah, I don't yeah it's real him. quick. Oh, really? Yeah, and the relationship between the, the, or what the relationship is with the nurse and Brendan Fraser's character. Like, we don't know mm-hmm. that until later, which right, is kind right, of right. like, a, it's, a, it's a good reveal. Look, we're going to... It's going to sound like we didn't fucking like this movie. I'm just going to say, like, I like the movie. I like it a lot. But probably for the maybe the wrong reason. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> for the wrong reasons. Uh, 
but like as far as the dramatic stuff goes, it, it's definitely there. It's yeah. <laughs> it's definitely there, but god damn it, god damn it. I I don't even. I I need to talk this out. I mean, I, you know, I want to be done by midnight, so we got a half hour for you okay. to fucking All guys right, figure this out for me it. because I don't know. I don't know if I like this movie or not. Like Aronofsky, okay. he's you know. I, I hate the wrestler. I think it's fucking overrated. And really? Bullshit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I need to know like why I should care um, about this dude. I don't, like I just I, I don't honestly I honestly don't even think Brendan Fraser was that good in this movie. Like I don't I don't I don't hate the movie. It's not it's mm-hmm. not fucking unentertaining to me. It's not it's watchable. It's it's uh, like I was in it to the for to the end. I, I just I there's this nothing special about this film to me. Like I, I just don't know what it is that everyone's all gaga about. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think you're you're wrong there. Um mm-hmm. look, I we started this whole conversation offline. Yeah. yeah. I texted you guys yesterday and said, Why is the whale so funny? That was it. That was the opening text mm-hmm. for the whale conversation and, and I immediately felt you. And Pete said, it made me so hungry, which I completely understood, too, because there's some yeah, really, I, I mean, absolutely. it's a delicious looking meatball sandwich in there that I think it was the maneuver. it was the best um, fried chicken commercial I've ever seen that my wife and I ordered fried chicken. I don't know I don't, how you no, fucking you could did, because did, him yep. eating that. And did Aronofsky, you put a microphone in your mouth while you're eating it? Exactly. Because that's what he did. No, we, with the sound design, I just... Uh, starving. Palming, fucking palming an entire breast of chicken. Starving. Just, oh, my God. I'm so uh, goddamn hungry watching this movie. Oh so Law... Or Pete said it made me so hungry, and then Law came back with... Um, because I said, why is the whale so funny? Law said, because he almost died whacking it. <laughs> And this is so true. Don't try to make me cry after that shit, you fat asshole. All right. Maybe the, the, middle, no, part, hey, whoa. the, the middle part was definitely uh, what I agree with. Here's the thing. This movie's fucking hilarious. It's so... I, I am... I'm completely... Uh, a, a, um, I don't know. Aghast, I guess, that... Yeah. People aren't talking about that this movie's funny, and yet you're not supposed to laugh at fat people. No, you're not supposed nah, to laugh at disabilities and this, this, and that. And it's true. Like I don't just look at somebody who's overweight and just start laughing immediately. It takes me a couple minutes, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I come around and start <laughs> laughing at them. No, but you know, I'm kidding. <laughs> but but listen, you know what does make me laugh What's is that? when there's a super dramatic part in a film. And the Dude. music picks up. And, oh my god! And it's it's just because he's eating a pizza. You can't like, like, tell me that's not fucking funny. You can't tell he, me that's not funny. He gets super angry at one point, and the music's like, <laughs> and he just all he's doing is eating pizza. It's like, and then he goes to the fucking fridge and he finds some fucking chocolates or something. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? And th- <laughs> Unless Darren Aronofsky's lost a huge step in his directing prowess, because I'm a big fan of the guy. Yeah. Um, unless he's missed a step and he's just, he doesn't understand. I, I can't believe he doesn't understand how to, like, put music in where it needs to be. How to put score right, in right. where it needs to be and things right, like right, that. Right, right, right. It right. seems like it's purposely to make Funny. people laugh. <laughs> 
you're right. Now, you're if right. he comes out in 10 years and goes, hey, by the way, that movie that fucking won the Oscar and Brendan Fraser won the Oscar and it was all that, you know, everyone fucking uh, cried their balls off. It was a comedy. I meant it to be a very, very dark comedy. I'm like, brilliant. I'll, and I think he's great. Brilliant. But until then, this is a fucking, this is, this, I'm an asshole and this is a fuck, or we're all assholes and this is a fucking funny movie to me. I did not get the comedy vibe here. Uh, no, I'm so, uh, were you sad? There were times that it hit me, yeah. Yeah? Not when he's eating. I, like I said, I ordered fucking chicken. <laughs> but like, hey, you know that looks good. Let's order some fried chicken. The stuff with his, the stuff with his um, ex-wife. The stuff with his oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. boyfriend. Uh, little um, stuff with the 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 daughter. I I didn't like her. I don't like her as an actress to begin with. So just having right. her here is was a bother to me. Oh, um, she was a warrior. She was very annoying. I, I I just didn't like her acting, and I I didn't really care for um, the Iron Man kid, the the Insidious kid here, the the church kid. I did not. He's the Insidious I, kid. He's Insidious kid. Oh, okay. The church kid's the Insidious kid. Pretty sure. Wow. Ty Simpkins. Let's see. Holy Ty fuck. Ty. Jurassic World, Iron Man three, Insidious. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Now that I look at him, absolutely is the Insidious kid. I, oh, I and the Jurassic World kid. And yeah. the Iron Man 3 kid. Holy fuck. <laughs> 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 the fucking mind is blown. Oh, my God. I didn't care for that stuff. I would have had more of the nurse or, you know, the, um, I guess, the caretaker. More yeah. of the ex-wife. Um, yeah. See, that's where a lot <laughs> of the emotional weight for me was holding, that I was holding on to was yeah. the nurse. Because she was just like I could understand being in that position and being so frustrated with somebody watching yeah. them fucking kill themselves, right? You know, like yeah, and her brother. You know, yeah. it's and, like right. There was good relationships there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the, yeah, and, and and when the the ex wife shows up and everything, like they finally fucking have it out after all of these years, and so like mm-hmm. I can I can look at those moments and just you know be in the moment. And yeah, 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 really, really take in all the drama and stuff like that. It's just all the other stuff that's fucking hilarious. I would have taken the relate. I mean, the relationship with the pizza guy. It was short, but we understood it. Sure, but yep. show me a scene of him putting the money where it is. I want to see that. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. we don't see him walk out there and put money there, mm-hmm. but it's always mm-hmm. there. Show me that just one time, right? And then I would have taken a relationship with the pizza guy. Fuck it. Let's get some dialogue. Get him in the house. Yeah, you stab. You stab. He's there like fucking every night. I would have yeah, taken that over. The, I would. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he I would have taken away. that over. There, the, there was an opportunity, but he ran away. I know he got nervous. He's like, "Holy shit!" There's a whale in that apartment. <laughs> no, I would have taken that over the daughter. The daughter could have just been, um, just a couple lines of dialogue with uh, the ex-wife. You know, mm-hmm. she really wants to see or something like you know some throwaway line like that i didn't want her to be like a lead here because i didn't like her i didn't like her at all Mm. she didn't help any of the situation out oh she really didn't no yeah yeah i mean she at the very end was like you know finally coming finally has a come to jesus moment Mm. well we were really not sure she was trying to get him in trouble too we don't even know 
did the very end of this film was it mm. cheesy as fuck for you guys or no? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely, Ned. Oh, that was terrible. That's why that was terrible. I'm waiting ten years for Darren Aronofsky to come on and go, "Hey, (laughs) this is a fucking goddamn dark comedy." Remember the it, Darren? That he dunked from the free throw line. That was what happened. That (laughs) was. What are you talking about? (laughs) I hated that. I hated that so much. I thought he was going to cocaine bear her, like, uh... <laughs> fall on her? I yeah. absolutely thought he was going to fall on her, too. I did. Yeah. I really did. Oh, man. Ooh. I watched, like, half of this with my brother, and he's like... Oh, shit. He's like, dude... He's like, is this... I think you're right. This is a comedy. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, man. I'm like, watch it. Let's just sit and fucking watch this. And he came in, like, halfway. I'm like, just watch these, quote-unquote, serious scenes... Where they're being emotional and stuff, and tell me it's not a fucking comedy. What the fuck, man? It's it's not a bad movie. There's not no, 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 not, not a bad all. movie. Not yeah, at all. absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I'm not even laughing that it's so bad. It's just right, right. It's uh, more than likely I'm an asshole and just laughing at this whole thing. Yeah, but. I don't leave out the possibility that Aronofsky is fucking with all of us. I I feel like just the visuals of him being huge at the beginning of the film Mm -hmm. is enough for us to realize the struggles that he is going through without multiple scenes of him searching drawers for candies and searching the fridge for food and ordering pizza. Like, I I don't know why that is a constant thing throughout the film i feel like we know where he's at in his life yeah. you know what i'm saying like one shot of what he's doing and then kind of the history of his life i feel like we know where he's at in his life the the constant thing with the food and the microphone in the mouth eating the chicken it's fucking it's too much it's too much for me like we get it we get where he's at you know what i mean let's fucking right. scale it back a bit and let's just focus on character here Oh Not physicality. He, he made that bar of fucking three musketeers look like a fucking bite size. <laughs> it, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I get it. Going back to like his things of like going to food, you know, the obsession and uh, him. You know, one of the big points where like he does binge on food is after he searches right. what congenitive heart failure symptoms right. are mm-hmm. and things like that. So like. Obviously, like he's he's coping, and those are the things that you're supposed to take as a audience yeah. member. Is like, oh, he's just coping with all this stuff, and uh, but like, okay, so that's what he's doing. So it's up to the audience as how we react. Now, yeah. if I start laughing, I don't think that's wrong because you're leaving it up to me, the audience member, to make a choice. Right, my choice. I mean, it's not even a choice. Like I'm just laughing because that's an instinct. Right. Uh, and also, there's that moment where he's talking to his daughter, and he gets up, and he's, he has the walker, and he's walking yeah. very slowly towards her while saying something really fucking serious. Hilarious. Because of the music <laughs> and everything, and it's supposed to be this dramatic stuff. Why am I fucking laughing if it's not supposed to be funny? God damn it. Like, Alex, you are not wrong, because there's times in 600-pound life that I'm laughing my ass off because they ordered like 10 pizzas and then they go <laughs> yeah. into the fridge and they smother yeah, it with yeah. ranch. And right. they're like, and he does, like, he, he does like the two slices in one hand yeah. and fucking shovels it down. Like he layers it. Like, it. 
it's yeah, yeah, yeah. funny when I'm it's, it's weird because it, it's funny when I watch 600 pound life sometimes like the the food choices and the amount but I I didn't really laugh here during this movie I don't know I didn't catch that comedic vibe here uh, but I've done it with the real people which is I think more fucked up <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, but I think the only the only part where I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" was the last shot. Yeah, uh, I obviously know what happens, but I just sure. hated the visual of it. I Stupid. so much. It was it was so on the nose, especially for somebody like Aronofsky who does like such unique and different stuff. But um, yeah. I don't know. I think he's still kind of like in that wrestler mode or something. Because oh, I hated. I, I like the game. wrestler. I don't. No, I, I don't mind it. I don't. I don't dislike it. It's just very on the nose emotionally. And it's a, it's a like Ricky it. Rourke thing for me. I, I yeah. just don't like him. Mm-hmm. I dig that movie. I hate Mother. I'll tell you that. Oh, See, I fucking love Mother. See, look, our Aronofsky's fucking tearing us apart. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to the ready here, what like what do you feel about the Oscar thing here? Because obviously he's he's the major favorite. He's going against so he's going against the dude that played Elvis. I don't give a fuck about that. Uh, Paul Mescal and After Sun never saw it. Bill Nye and Living and never saw it. But he's going against Colin Farrell and Banshees of Insurance, which is mm. one of our favorite films, sure, uh, as a whole. Yeah, on this show. Yep, yep. yep. What, uh, what what are your th- thoughts here on Brendan Fraser's performance in this movie? And Colin Farrell's performance in Banshees of Insurance. Who do you think deserves to win? Hmm. Out of those, you're only giving me a. I'm only giving you those two. I mean, Colin Farrell for sure. I just enjoyed that movie so much more, and I enjoyed his performance so much more. I, I hope Colin wins. I just think, as far as, I feel like, I feel like there's more drama. In Fraser, Fraser than there was in Colin Farrell. There's more comedic. Well, not for Alex. Alex thought the whale was hysterical, but there's more comedic stuff with Colin Farrell's character that I was laughing at. Where mm-hmm. Fraser's character is a little bit more uh, heavier, mm. um, I- as far as dramatic, and I think that's gonna give him that edge. I don't want it to happen, but I think that's going to give him the edge. You yelling and the crying and and you know, all the that struggle shit. and yeah, I, I just yeah. get up. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. I think I think the edge here is the the disability thing. Sure. I, absolutely. I in my opinion, it's not even it's not even fucking remotely close. Colin Farrell is so much better. Yes. At Banshees of Insurance than fucking Brendan Fraser is in this movie. Brendan, like his dramatic scenes, as I as was told throughout a review, is him going to the fridge and eating and just being fat, like and, and wearing a fat suit and be, and being covered in makeup, and that makes seventy five percent of his character mm-hmm. of his acting in this film. I think the call, like we discussed, call, uh, Banshees of Insurance to great extent when we reviewed it, and the fact that you know. We can uh, see his pain without ever seeing him and Brendan Gleeson hanging out in that movie. 
the way that that plays out, the way that fucking Colin Farrell fucking expresses the pain of this guy not wanting to talk to him anymore. He's fucking brilliant in that movie. The way, I don't yeah, think he's right. Close, yeah. But I think the fucking the hype for for Brendan Fla- Fraser playing a fat guy is it's going to be a runaway. Like, I don't even think I, I have no I doubt in my mind. That he's yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. And, and the fact that we see Farrell emotional for not have it it sounds it sounds so childish too yeah for his friend not talking to him (laughs) exactly but exactly but the fact that we see him emotional but also know that he's not even close to being as emotional as he could be outwardly Mm. in that movie uh, says so much about his performance where brett look i i don't want to take anything you know all all jokes aside i don't want to take anything from Brendan Fraser, like he, that was an amazing performance. It, like it really it was, was. It but was his his turmoil is more outward than it is. You can see it more than with Farrell. There's there's just a there's a deeper river there. So many more avenues. Yeah, yeah. It's not just like oh, I'm having a heart attack or I have to eat. Like that. Those are the avenues I get from. <laughs> I think I'm dying or I'm really mad and I'm gonna eat. Like, mm-hmm. come on. And there are moments like, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't want to, again, I don't want to take away from the whale with our review. It's all just fucking fun and games, but like, there are moments that are really, really liking it. Like I said, mm-hmm. the, the, the nurse is fucking awesome. I, I really yeah. liked her. Um, yeah. I thought she was probably the best part of it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, the stu- stuff with Fraser, like even him talking to his students, it was like fucking depressing. They're just like, you know what? Like but that. that's the like thing. That. Like, don't fucking bring me in and, yeah. and trick me because I'm depressed that this is a fucking good movie. I don't like that. I don't, right. I, I don't right. fucking like that. That's it's a trick and it's a fucking it's it's an emotional trick. And I don't like that. That doesn't mean that this is fucking right. good. It's just fucking depressing. Right. All right. Reviews. I mean, uh, ratings. Um. <laughs> Oh man! Like, like I said, I, I if you take away all the jokes and it just being unintentionally funny, then <laughs> it's it's a it's a solid seven. It's a solid seven. I really dug it. I, I like the fact that it's a small cast and it's a small set. Like we're basically in this apartment for the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of flashbacks or anything like that. And when they do come up, when the flashbacks do come up, they're like poignant and stuff like that. So I do like that. Right, right, right. Um, and all the performances are mm, for the most part good. Didn't like the daughter and, um, yeah. even the kid, I didn't really care for him either. Yeah. Forgettable. That's funny. You said, uh, a small movie. I, I was like, after it was over, I was like, this feels like it could be a fucking play. Because sure, they're yeah. just using Definitely. that door as a character. I think it was. And it yeah. was. And mm-hmm. I didn't even oh, know that. Oh, and it just oh, felt yeah. like it. So I think Aronofsky yeah. kind of portrayed that pretty well. I mean, that yeah. the fucking door drove me fucking crazy with his daughter who would open it and stop in the door jam. And I'm like, this is that fucking netflix bullshit acting that i hate <laughs> like you're either just gonna nobody opens the door and stops and just like and is in deep deep in thought and then turns around and delivers a line no one does that in real life <laughs> and it fucking drove me crazy i can't stand her i don't think she's a good actress 
blah, 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 whatever. Uh, I did. I, I like this movie. Um, I didn't. I'm not buying hype or whatever. I just went. I went in neutral. I like Brendan Fraser. Um, mm-hmm. Is this an Oscar nominated performance? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, he yells and sweats and almost dies and stuff like that. And sometimes the Oscar, <laughs> the Oscar is just like what a fucking yelling scene. And I'm sure they're going to use the clip mm-hmm. of him yelling maybe yeah. or like crying. That's really what they want. Trying to get up or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they'll use that, but maybe. Yeah, they're going to try it. Okay. Get up. Um, But I like Brennan Fraser. No Walker. Get up. Get up. You fucking fat asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Again, didn't like the daughter. Didn't like the other kid. I thought that that whole fucking side story was so stupid i didn't need it love the nurse uh i love the ex-wife love his backstory um this is a seven i had a good time it's I, it's not gonna be in my i don't it's not gonna be in my top 10 of this year yeah it's not my top 10 of this week it's a, it's uh a, <laughs> and you watch three things <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's a six on ten i mean listen mm. I, we've seen the, this dynamic before i don't think his performance is overly great uh the hype bothers me um mm. i hope he doesn't win the oscar to be honest with you um but he's fine in it i like brendan Fraser. i'm glad that he's got this hype again like yeah, it's almost 100%. like a, yeah. a tarantino type fucking resurgence and i'm glad about that so i hope to see him out and about but um yeah i just the ending fucking sticks with me here and i hated it and i feel i feel like the the forced drama in this film is just uh it's ridiculous and i was kind of with alex where i just ended up laughing where i shouldn't have been laughing and it doesn't make any sense to me uh yeah six on ten for me what did you give it Pete? seven nice okay no sweep it up All right, guys, there you go. There were our spillover reviews for the last weekend of February. And we're going to be doing this going forward. Binge Bites summarizing the content that we're putting out exclusively on Patreon. Get you guys who are not patrons, who are not patrons, who are not patrons to uh, sign up for the full binge. It's five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash binge media. All that good stuff. Okay. We want you guys to come over and join us there. You get access to our Discord server where a lot of... uh, a lot of film discussion goes on. They were live tweet, like, kind of live tweeting. I guess doing a live chat of the Oscars broadcast last time. And if you sign up for patreon.com slash binge media, you get the show, the binge cast, a day earlier. So you get first dibs on that. We are also doing monthly you call it commentaries. What's that? Well, it's a poll that we put up for five movies that were released that month. And the patrons get to vote on which movie we do a commentary for the first time we did that huge disaster everybody picked biodome and you know what fuck that movie i don't care if you grew up with it and you're like hey you know i grew up with it it's you know it's funny because you know it, i'm i like it when i was 12 or 15 or whatever it is great great i'm glad you do look there's plenty of movies that i like that people don't like too things like goodfellas things like the godfather Things like Black Swan. 
big fan of that one. So I get it. I get it. I get slammed for my picks too. But Biodome, that was cruel. That was cruel. And the three of us, me, Law, and Pete, hadn't seen it. We'd never seen it. And that was a rough that was a rough commentary to get through. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> it's fun to listen back to. It's fun to listen back to and and uh, and just hear our misery as we're trying to figure out basically why. But I will say the biggest thing that came out of that Biodome commentary is learning that Pauly Shore voiced the American version of a Russian adaptation of Pinocchio. And I would encourage everybody to go to YouTube right now and just put in Pauly Shore Pinocchio and it'll come right up. And you can see how over the top and let's say flamboyant his delivery for a young wooden boy is. It's bizarre. It's I haven't watched it yet, but I feel like we should probably watch it. And maybe we'll watch it on a on a Discord or something. I don't know. Anywho, thank you guys for subscribing. Those of you who subscribe to the to the free feed, we really appreciate it. If you can rate and review us wherever you get your podcast, that'd be awesome. Especially on uh, Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. That'd be sick. And thank you guys for subscribing to our Patreon. The full binge. Everything goes right back into the site. Goes into, uh, you know, we bought some mics, some new mics. You might have heard a difference over the last couple of months. Uh, the three of us got new mics. It goes to site upkeep and things like that. So nobody's getting rich off this I mean would we like to sure would love to get rich off this but at this moment right now uh, we got new mics and <laughs> that's a big deal <laughs> patreon.com slash binge media five bucks a month gets you all of our past exclusive content on patreon and we thank you guys for subscribing alright I'm rambling um, uh, hit the instagram hit the, the, the twitter hit the facebook and we'll see you in next month's binge mics You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash Binge Media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget... I was going to say... Um... <laughs> what did you just say?